بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا This will be a translation and a slight explanation of a surah which is heard many a time Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would combine these two surahs on many occasions Surah Sabbih isma rabbikal a'la would be read in the first rakat Hal ataka hadithul ghashiya would be read in the second rakat it would happen during the days of Eid. It would happen on the Jum'ah. Many a Isha Salah, Nabi Sallallahu loved to recite this surah, Sabbih isma rabbikal a'la. When the surah was revealed, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that the command of Allah in this first verse, that if you really want to glorify, you really want to praise something, then praise Allah. Sabbih isma rabbikal a'la. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, do it in your ruku, do it in your sajda. So when we go in Ruku, we read Subhan Rabbi Al-Azim That Subhana was from here It was practicing on this command Sabbih That speak of the beauty, the perfection of your Rabb He said do it in your Ruku Sabbih Isma Do it in your Sajda In the Sajda we say Subhan Rabbi Al-A'la That A'la is this Sabbih Isma Rabbika Al-A'la He would read it in the Isha Salah then when the witr salah would come, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would read, Sabbih isma rabbika la'ala. Then he would read, Qul ya ayyuhal kafirun. And then, Qul huwa Allahu ahad. But the Sabbih isma rabbika la'ala, it featured in many parts of his life. Many occasions, major occasions, Eid salah, it was Sabbih isma, hal ataka. So there had to be one message in the surah which was so unique. It was so encompassing. It was going to speak to every person that for you the meaning is different. For the Nabi of Allah it was giving a different meaning. For the Sahaba behind him it was giving a meaning. For the people who would come 1400 years later it was going to give its own meaning. For Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the surah was going to give. No matter how much of opposition you are facing today don't worry about it. We have made the law that your path is just going to open up. Things are just going to become easy. One verse. Before that, that this Quran that's coming down to you, you don't have to worry about how are you going to give it to the world. It said, we are going to teach it to you. Falatansa, you are not going to forget anything. And when we teach it to you, what about how are you going to give it to the whole world? Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came in a nation that in the Arabs memories were very good, but the ability to read and write was not the best. When he reached Medina Munawwara, he found even less people knew how to read and write. He has a mission that in the next, in reaching Medina Munawwara in his life now there's only 10 years left. A major portion already went in Makkah Mukarramah where no one gave him support. 
Reaching Medina Munawwara, there's only 10 years left. The people of Medina Munawwara are illiterate. You are searching, I need to open a madrasa. I need to open a Darul Ulum. I need to send them in the world. But they do not even know how to write. Battle of Badr takes place in the second year of the Hijri. There's only eight years left. In the Battle of Badr, whoever is caught from the Arabs, the people of Makkah Mukarramah, a ransom is put. That if you can teach the people of Medina how to write, if you can teach the people of Medina Munawwara how to write, how to read, then we will set you free. Which means that the people of Medina Munawwara are only starting, oh great, they are only starting. Aisha radiallahu anha enters into the nikah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hafsa radiallahu anha, one of the things that he said to them, immediately learn how to read and write. But to learn how to read and write now, it's not like it's going to take you two days. But when Allah ta'ala said, we are going to make it very easy. We are going to open your path. How he opened it? <laughs> Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that the only people who really got knowledge in Medina Munawara, are these Jews. They were masters of knowledge. He said, but I don't trust them. So when I ask them, what's in your book? And they say to me, this is in the book, this is in the book, Hebrew. So he just said to his sahaba, I don't trust them. A sahabi radiallahu said, no problem. Make dua for me, I will learn the Hebrew language. Within a few days, he becomes master of the language. Within a few days, We're going to open your path. Battle of Badr takes place. Medina is very small. Medina Munawara at that time is what we call today the Haram. The Haram with its tiles. And then they say we're closing the gates of the Haram at night. Where the last tile reaches, perhaps that was the end of Medina Munawara. Small Medina. And in the small Medina you got no one who knows how to read, no one who knows how to write. Yet Quran is being revealed with a mission that not a single verse of this Quran must ever be forgotten. There's no paper, there's no printing press. Allah's Nabi gets wahi. He says, where's my scribes? Go and call him. They have to call the scribe. Muawiyah radiallahu is a scribe. He says, where's Muawiyah? He says, it's coming now. Nabi says, call Muawiyah. <coughs> the scribe will come. Scribe will start writing. Where is going to write? There's no paper. If they find the bark of a tree, they're writing. If they find the leaf, they're writing. If they're finding leather, they're writing. Have you ever seen if someone has to write on leather? Write on the bark of the tree, you're scraping. You are scraping it. And then there's the fear with the passing of years when it remains in its. But Nabi Sallallahu is so calm. Because Allah Tawarukullah said, we are going to teach. Sanukariuka. Fala tansa, you are not going to forget anything. Illa ma sha Allah, nothing will happen except what Allah wants. <coughs> and as for this Islam to go in the whole world, who is going to take this Quran? Who is going to go house to house and say, 
You also wrote wahi. I want to see what you wrote. You also wrote wahi. One is I know it by heart. But not only is the memory important. When the time of Abu Bakr radiallahu anh came, they said, let us now put it all together. In Medina Munawwara, Quran is scattered in the houses. It's in the hearts of all. But in writing, it's scattered. Said, let us bring it, at least we have it in one place. What a mission to go house to house to say that I am looking for the one who wrote this verse in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Someone will say, I wrote it from, no, no, we don't want from you. I wrote it from him, no, we don't want it from you. I want the one who wrote it in front of the Nabi of Allah. House to house, alley to alley. And then it is gathered. Then to look at it and to say exactly as it was written also. Forget how it was read. Allah's Nabi was what we will say, Ummi, unable to read. But when Quran was read in front of him and written, the writing was also according to the instruction of Jibreel Wahi of the writing also would come. You will write this word Malik without an alif. You will write it with an alif. It was not just you write it according to being read. Even the writing was seen. Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Abu Bakr radiallahu says, gather it. Allah's promise, it comes from wherever it comes. Not a single verse there is in the entire Quran, over 6,000 verses. For every verse, there are two witnesses to say that I was present when this person wrote the verse in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How much was already written in Makkah Mukarramah? Allah Taala said, we are going to make this road easy. And the normal law is when everything just starts falling into place. Just starts falling. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa passes away. It's like the puzzle is just ready. The Roman Empire is on their heights. They say, let's attack Makkah, Mukarramah, Medina, Munawwara. But instead of they attacking, they find suddenly from Medina, Munawwara, the army is setting out that we coming to attack you. Another army is going to the Persian Empire. These were two empires of the time. Then there was Egypt. Then there was Africa. They were not even talking because it was Rome and Persia, Rome and Persia. And from one Medina Munawara, one light comes out. Forget the Romans thinking of attacking the year the Nabi of Allah just passed away. And an army is going towards Rome. Another army is going towards Persia. When we speak of a battle, Say we won one battle, we won a second battle, we won a third battle, fourth battle. Normally we say, but you have to lose. Allah Taala said, we are just going to open up the path. We are going to make the path so easy for you. And everything will happen. فَذَكِّرْ Allah's Nabi said, so don't worry of the future. All you worry about is give reminder to the people around you. And Nabi in a very calm manner, he gave that reminder. He had no worry, I need to go out of Arabia quickly. When I'm going to win the battle, he was so calm. That was a message which was given 1,400 years ago. 1,400 years later, the world again is fixed with this dilemma. Stuck with this. That will Islam manage to pull through now the next 30 years? 
Where every education system has now changed in a very terrible manner. Where they have brought such faulty things into the schools and universities. To think that the child will survive after he leaves it. Where the internet, where the movies, where the faulty what they would call yesterday the dark web has become the light web now. Now there's no restrictions. When we were small there was something called age restriction. Age restriction went away. There were certain magazines which were put in plastics, that plastic went away. What was yesterday naked was going to become normal today. <coughs> At that time the individual will say, how will I manage to go forward? Who will ever teach my child? In this environment will he ever remember? Will it ever be possible to, for Iman to survive for the next 20 years? Look at this verse. That we, meaning Allah, we have taken the responsibility to teach. We have taken. No matter what is around you. If you want us to be your teacher, you will not forget your sabak. Nothing will happen except what Allah has decided. The world will surround you with poison. The world will teach their own ways. They will give their own stories. The child from the first year till the age of 15 in front of the same television, in front of the same teachers, seeing the same secular. But the day comes when you go into a town and you see the masjid. Who's putting up the masjid? You say some people moved into this town. You say where they studied? You say they were in school, they were in university. You say no, madrasa. Say, I don't even know where they studied. But when you will meet that individual, you'll find he got a turban. You'll find he got a kurta. You will find he got a fikr and a worry of deen. You'll tell him that who taught you? Was the world not able to make you forget your iman and Islam? Allah Taala said, we are going to teach, you're not going to forget. سَنُقْرِئُكَ فَلَا تَنْسَى Nothing will happen except what Allah wants. What's happening on a big scale and what's happening underground. All the conspiracies, all the plans, all the plots. What they're saying in the next five years we're going to do. And what they're doing already which is loud. Allah says Allah is aware of it all. So if you're worried and saying, I don't know what's happening, you're only seeing an outside. That outside surface is only what they let us see. Sometimes some friends, when they interfere or they want to study what is called the Illuminati and Freemasonry and the world of the devil and how deep it goes when you enter drugs. Then when they come and they meet and they tell you, you know what's happening. Like, and they start, as soon as they start telling, that's when we stop them. And we stop them to say that what you reach is only the top of the ocean. Shaitan has never been clean. So when you are shocked what filthy things are happening in the world of the devil, you can't find anything clean. You only found the top. And the more you're going to investigate it and investigate it, you're also going to drown in it. We say don't ever touch this. إِنَّهُ يَعْلَمُ الْجَحْرَةِ Allah says, me, I am aware of whatever is loud. 
I'm aware of all the hidden, hidden talks also. But still the announcement is made, That we will make your journey to Allah very easy. With all of this, yeah, with all of this, we will make it very easy. Meaning in the next era, Allah's Nabi said, there will never be an era except that there will be one jamaat of Allah that will remain straight. No matter who tries what they try against them, they will not allow them, they will not force them, they will not be able to make them give up. He said, and they will continue on their path until the decision of Allah will come. 1,400 years, the world has tried to defeat the men of Allah. They tried to take away the light of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Today when Qurbani takes place, it's a message to Fir'aun and to Namrud and to Bukhta Nasr and to every empire of evil that ever came. That you were so huge, so many. And Ibrahim alayhi salam is one. But today if the name of Namrud is taken, it is only taken because Someone is speaking of Ibrahim a.s. He remained alive throughout the ages. And the mighty empire of Namrud collapsed. One man, Ibrahim a.s. when he had to leave Iraq, that was the center of evil. Namrud was the king. First empire of evil, what we will call today America. Axis of evil. Ibrahim salam gave Dawud, no one listened. No one. When he leaves Iraq, he says to his wife, that on the surface of the earth, taking Allah's name correctly, it's me and you. With him was his young nephew, Lut salam. Three people are walking through the lands. Iraq is atheism. Egypt is atheism. Fire worship. But when Allah said, but we will make your path easy. How the path of Ibrahim salam became easy. That today when you go and you see, when the people are saying, Labbaik Allahumma Labbaik, then that is Ibrahim salam's message to the world. That Almighty Allah told me to build a Kaaba. And I would ask that who will come here? And Almighty Allah said, you don't worry of that. We will send. This is that's. Sometimes we visited certain places where they were thinking of putting up a masjid. Thinking of it. And then one person said, but if we put up this masjid, and in the next 10 years, he said, the musallis are only two lines, two safs, three safs. And in the next 10 years, people are moving out of this town, moving out of this town. So perhaps it will become two, then it will become one saf. We got a musalla here, must we make it a masjid? <coughs> and the answer we would give is, we have been told by Almighty Allah to put up the masjid high. And Almighty Allah took responsibility to bring the musallis to the masjid. Today when we visit those same towns, when Juma takes place, Eid takes place, then the people say the masjid is getting too small. They say, where did these people come from? They say, wherever the masjid comes, it will find its people. Wherever a madrasa starts, it finds boys to study in the madrasa. Wherever someone decides to take the name of Allah, he'll find a jamaat coming around him. No matter how evil the error will be, whoever will put up a camp of Iman, he will find Allah will send people into his camp.
whoever. No matter how evil the time will come in the future, the surah was to say, Sanukriuka, we have taken the responsibility to teach you want to learn. And the individual who says, Allah, I'm looking for guidance. And Allah says, I will open your path. You are not going to forget your sabak. What will the sabak be now? The sabak will be, Sabbih isma rabbikal a'la. Allah Tawarukullah had put in the hands of the shaitan the ability of fitan. Fitan means trials or it can mean temptations. Zuyina linnasi hubbu shahawat. Allah Tawarukullah said, We made a certain inclination in people that they incline towards something which has a nice face. Nice feature. It could be what we can call a sexual inclination. It could be an inclination towards being the richest, being the most powerful, an inclination towards being the most followed. I got my group already, now I see how many followers. I'm sitting at 500 followers, I become happy. At night I'm looking, I'm making dua, can 500 become 550? Tomorrow I see I'm 700. I start putting on more messages. I want people to click, to tick, to say I like. How many likes I got? As I get likes, I start going up. This is a natural inclination. A natural feeling. A nice feeling within that I must be noticed. The boy has it. A girl definitely has it. The girl puts on the parda. Parda means no one must see me. But when she puts on her parda, she'll make sure everything is straight. So that if someone sees me, they must see I'm smart. Her nature. You tell her, but you're going out so no one must look at you. You say, are you mad or what? I don't want them to look at me, but they must see me. That but they must see me means I must be noticed. You'll see some people when they have follow me, they can be eating biryani, they'll take a picture of the biryani and they'll send it out. What it got to do with people? But they want that my followers must know what I ate. My followers. Now imagine your one follower is sitting in toilet at that time. And then he beep. He take out his phone. He thinks about you in the filthiest of the world and you happy about it. Because that's what's going to happen. You eating biryani. But that picture of biryani is there in front of him. But the man got that shock. I cannot do anything. I cannot see anything. I cannot go anywhere. Except that I must take a picture to show everyone else I was here. And when you ask why, what you get out of it, they say it's a feeling. That feeling Allah said we created. But why was it created? Was it created for man to always give vent to it? It was created because it was going to be put in front of shaitan. And to say this is the material of man. His inclinations to anything that's smart is on the highest of levels. Shaitan just saw that day and he made his announcement. Yufsidu fiha wa dima. That in this world besides corruption and spilling blood, man will do no good at all. That's all. Because he saw that. فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا We put it within man. 
the inclination, the heights. I want it, I want it. I'm greedy for it. Allah Tabarakullah said, and we put one other thing in man, taqwaha, the ability to say no. That even the angels become amazed. We are going to enter a time now. It was always there. But it was never as easy as we are going to find it. Where things around us are going to be so beautiful. Which yesterday was only fit for the millionaires and billionaires. Will now become fit for the no ones. The man who got nothing, he'll also have the smartphone. He'll also have, I remember when we were small, at that time it was to have a bank account, it was big like. And to have a credit card, the Lani's, the millionaires, they were telling, you got a contact. Like. And the bank wanted the criteria. And if someone got that card, it was called, I think, a gold card. The card wasn't gold, but he really thought, I got gold. That will cover you for 20,000 and it was like. So when he would go anywhere, if he had to open his wallet, he only opened his wallet to show people I got a gold card. I was the boss. And in today's time, the bank phones you and says, you don't want a credit card. You say, I'm a moana, I don't earn anything at all. They say, we give you also. Everyone will give. What yesterday the lani could not get, the millionaire and billionaire, we are going to find the time with the small guy on the road will be told, here's it for you also. You'll have the internet and we'll make it as cheap as possible. We will be able to take you around the world. You don't have to fly anymore. We'll give you a gadget. You can go in your house. Your uncle bought it for you for Eid. You put on that gadget, metaverse, and we will take you around the universe. We'll let you climb, climb up Mount Everest. We'll let you feel the cold. You're sitting in your hot room, hot room. But while you're sitting there, you'll start saying, Hey, it's cold here. Because you'll be in a different world. Metaverse. Different world. Outside it will be 7 o'clock in the morning. But in your metaverse, you will be 12 o'clock at night. Everything will be dark. You will be entering a club. You will be walking on the beach tomorrow. You will be visiting Mauritius. Your mother and father are saying, we're thinking of going for Umrah. You say, I already went for Umrah five minutes ago. I made my tawaf also. You'll be moving around. Have you ever seen someone in the metaverse? Walk in that room when he's in the metaverse, you'll see him going round, 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 round. Then he's moving his hands. He's trying to climb Mount Everest. He's going nowhere. And he's becoming tired on top of it. The people around will be thinking, are you mad? And he'll tell the people outside, you all don't know where I am. In another world, in that world, it will be beautiful. In that world, he will be the millionaire, although he got not one rain in his pocket. In that world, my one friend said, I will show you the metaverse. So he allowed me, but before I put that thing on, I read a lot of, because this is the devil in itself. Fatwa will be that it is 100% halal as long as you use it for the right purpose. Someone wants to learn how to go for hajj. Say, go in the metaverse. You will make hajj so well, you can become the muallim tomorrow. That you'll tell muallim sahab, you don't know, I was there the other day. You don't even know these certain shortcuts. You say, how you learned it? I got my gadgets. I'm seeing the world from above, you're seeing it from the ground. Metaverse. 
The future is going to make people, Allah save us all, like Jannatis on earth. But why we say Allah save us all? Because if you become a Jannati on earth, you must know you a Jahannami after. Allah's Nabi said, Allah made this haram for the people of my Ummah because He kept it for them there. He said, music was made haram for you here. Who will take his share of music today, he will lose out of it in the next world. He said, liquor, Allah made it haram for you here. Who takes his share today, will lose out of the pure liquor that Allah got. Who will want to become Jannati on earth? He must be ready to become Jahannami tomorrow. But this thing is only short-lived. Short-lived. It is so beautiful. It is so smart. In the metaverse, your house will never have one crack. And in this world, you just built it and already you have to start fixing it. In the metaverse, you can buy the best sofas, the best lounges. Now you're relaxing. Now you say, let's go for a drive. The best of cars as you think. In Jannah, according to my thought, delivery will be made. In the metaverse, to my today, what car I want? Yesterday I took a Ferrari. Today I think I'm upgrading Lamborghini. You ask your friend, what are you doing? In the real world, you can't even go higher than your Corolla. You're stuck there five years, ten years. When can I sell second hand? But when you enter your metaverse, you're the boss. Now your mother is calling you in the kitchen. Go buy milk. What are you going to buy milk? You're moving with Lamborghini. You're hitting the roads. Where are you going to go buy Trinidad and milk? That world, when it all starts... That individual will think, I am Namrud. I got it all. And that's only the halal metaverse. And when that individual, then after he enjoys the toys, and everything is looking so 100% unique, there's no flaw in this world. Then the individual now says, let's go into the next part of the metaverse. Woman. Because after cars, and after aeroplanes, and I climbed Mount Everest, but I went alone. I walked on Mauritius, but I was alone. Then he says, I need company. So if he takes out that metaverse, and he looks around, he'll see his wife. But his wife doesn't look like Mrs. World. His wife looks like his wife. She got her apron on, her hair is all disheveled. She's just busy making donuts there in the kitchen. It's all hot. And she's telling you, come help me now. All that flour is on you look at her, quickly put on metaverse again. I don't want to see that. I want to see Miss World. And suddenly now he says, can I get some company? And in the metaverse, every woman is a whore. Whereas the house had no crack, the woman in the metaverse got no crack. Now remember when I'm saying this here, one time in our madrasa we had someone to speak about the rave clubs. Rave clubs. So you spoke about the rave, level 1, level 2, level 3, and how dirty it gets. Dirty, dirty, dirty. And when you come to level 7 or something, the devil worship, filthy and dirty, gave the whole rundown. He finished the bayan, then one who started of the madrasa, he made an announcement, any student got questions. One student stood up, he said, how much it costs? How much the ticket? He came to say, don't ever think of going. This guy is already working out. I need to go there. When we speaking of the better verse, you might say, I want Jannah on earth. 
I am speaking about it to tell you that it's going to come in front of you. The day it comes before putting it on your head, read Because no one will bring to you Jannah on earth except the devil. He was told what makes man, what makes him bubble, what makes him at night, 11 o'clock at night, he's tired. We were tired. I was in Canada. Isha finished. Isha is so late. The bayan was, after the bayan, salam. Then they said, let's go have coffee. In Canada, they started having coffee 12 o'clock at night. Some people think like a western country, like coffee 12 o'clock. We sleep 10 o'clock. They're having coffee 12 o'clock. Coffee after 12, then the man says, let's go to the metaverse. So tired. But when you put that thing on, you can pull for another two, three hours without difficulty. When it is finished and you look, what's the time? Hey, it's almost Fajr. But obviously, three hours had to go because we climbed Mount Everest. I made one climb to the top. I reached there in five minutes. I saw how cold it was. He said, where else you want to go? I said, to the bottom of the ocean. Five minutes later, I was swimming with sharks. I was in the skies. I was in the bottom of the ocean. And then you're back on ground and you say, the real world is where we are, we know where. You went everywhere, but you went nowhere. When this filth will enter into our houses, a mother will be screaming for her child, but the child will not hear the mother. He'll be on the top of the mountain. She'll have to come and pull him down from there. When a man will not be with his wife anymore, although they'll be living in the same house, he will find Mrs. World, but then she's going to find Mr. World also. Where a man says, my beloved daughter, I have kept you protected in my house. You are the flower of the era. But while that girl is saying, daddy, I'm okay. I love you. Assalamu alaikum. I'm going to sleep. And as soon as daddy is thinking she's going to sleep, she's entered into the metaverse. This girl is now redressed. She's not wearing her burqa, her abaya. In her world, she has put on the work clothing of a prostitute. She's now walking on the downtowns of Johannesburg and Santa. She's finding a friend to join her. And as for the father and mother, they're thinking about next year we need to get our daughter married. She's so pure, she's so clean. But in that world, everything has happened already. Everything. Allah save us all. Again, the question will ask that in that time, will any child remember the sabak? Allah said, we are going to teach, you won't forget. But the child must be ready to learn from Allah. How do you learn from Allah? This Quran is to learn from Allah. Whoever reads Quran, Allah inspires him directly. Whoever reads Quran. If they know the meaning of the Quran, the inspiration is on another level. Even if they don't know the meaning, but they want to be the student in the madrasa of Allah. It is we will teach, you won't forget. Nothing can happen except what we want. That individual will put on this thing. They'll go up for a while. They'll go down for a while. They'll tour around for a while. And then someone will ask, how was it? And instead of saying, amazing. The first sabak they will say, this is the beginning of the surah. Sabbi rabbika al-a'la. If ever you want to say something is amazing, then say amazing is the name of Allah. And amazing is the being of Allah. 
They'll take it out. The person will say, how was it? If somebody else will say, there's nothing like this. This individual, he said it in his ruku so many years. Subhana Rabbiyal Azim. There's nothing like you, O oh Allah. He said it in his sajda. Subhana Rabbiyal A'la. There's nothing like you, O oh Allah. They'll put this in front of him. He'll see the grass. He'll see the lands. He'll see the mountains. He'll see the snow coming down. They will ask him, is it Jannah? And his answer will be, there is nothing like what Allah has made. Glory is only to Allah. This surah was to give that message. So unique this message was going to be. Allah's Nabi said, put it in your ruku. Put it in your sajda. Again and again say it. That if anything is unique, Allah it's only you. Subhana, subhana, subhana. Sabbihisma rabbikal a'la. If you want to glorify anything, glorify the name of your Allah who is above it all. Why above it all? Because the metaverse can take me into paradise. But as soon as I take out the metaverse, I'll find I got a headache. The metaverse will take me to the most beautiful woman in the world. But as soon as I take it out, I'll find my house is in divorce. The metaverse will take me and there'll be friends and family all around. As soon as I take it out and I look, even my children have left the house. They said, Daddy, how could you do what you did? The metaverse will give me the food of the world. As soon as I took it out and I look in my house, I see the kitchen is empty. The wife is gone. The children are gone. I open up, I see there's one dry pizza there. The metaverse will show me food, but they can't feed me. I'll start becoming thin. Have you ever seen the drug addict? Every time he was given that injection, he was made to think that you're flying in space. He could not see what was happening to his body. But after a while, everyone saw his hands went in. He became skeleton. His face went in. His eyes, everyone looked at him. That individual was a message to all that I believe the devil and I really thought amazing, but there was nothing amazing there. Amazing is only by what is by Allah. When Allah allows happiness comes without anything around, you will find a person wakes up, he's in Jamaat, he's in the masjid. Mosquitoes were biting last night. He forgot to bring his blankets, it was cold last night. But three o'clock he wakes up, four o'clock he got a smile on his face. He goes to make a message. His wife says, how are you thinking of you? He's happy. He says, Allah, look after you. Allah, reward you. Allah, forgive you. His child sends a message to him. Daddy, how are you? May Allah make your suffer mubarak. He's smiling. He's meeting a person. Allah wanted to make someone happy. He said, glory to Allah. He did it without any means. The devil said, I'll make you happy. He brought the whole world in front. He put it in front. Ask the people in the world who got the most money in the world. And then ask, is that man happy? Does he have a marriage life? Does he have friends and family? Does he have time to ever sit down and open up a Quran and read? Does he know what's going to happen to him tomorrow? When he becomes sick, will you ever find a smile on his face? There were the doctors who said, they are the nurses in the cancer houses. The nurse asked this question. That I have seen to so many people who are in that process of cancer treatment. Millionaires, millionaires. 
Their medical aid paid for it all. The best of treatment they would get. She says, but as they would start their road downhill, I would meet them, I would try to give them courage. They would just be in another world of sadness. The devil could make them happy. She says, but amazing it is when a Muslim comes to me with cancer. I know that that Muslim is going to die soon. <coughs> but as that ending of their life comes, I find they become more cheerful. How does the one smile? When Allah wants to smile, you smile. Say, glory to Allah. Glory to Allah. In this world, He can make you smile without anything. In the grave, He'll make you smile where He'll show you Jannah. On Hashar, He'll make you smile where everyone else will be burning and He'll say, come under the Arsh. And in Jannah, what to speak of Jannah? In Jannah, the real thing is what you will be seeing, not a metaverse. The surah starts with when you will see the world saying, look at me. The believer will say, glory be to Allah. He'll see the beautiful of mountains and he will say, subhanallah. Even if they have to put on the metaverse and the huge mountain will come, he will never allow his heart and his tongue to say, technology, what have you done? He will say, subhanallah. Or you will say, Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la, that no matter how high Mount Everest is, glory to my Allah who's higher than it all. That's that Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. Alladhi khalaqa fasawwa. They manufactured, Allah says, I created. They manufactured. Allah said, Alladhi khalaqa, He is the one who created. He showed you a picture and you said, Amazing. But ask him who made his hand. He showed you a beautiful face, but if you take out the metaverse, she's gone. Allah says, Ask him who made the real thing. He showed you artificial intelligence moving around, manufactured. You said, Amazing. Almighty Allah said, Ask him who made the real thing. Who made the mind, who created, who manufactured? Alladhi khalaqa. When you will look at the manufacturer, Allah says, look at the creator. Fasawwa. The most he could do is he played with the painting. And he made the painting so unique. But every now and then in the metaverse also there will be a glick. There will be an error. There will be phoning for support. Something is happening. Fasawwa, Allah says, when he created, how well he made it. Adam alayhi salam, surat at the beginning. How the nose, how the mouth, how the eyes, how the ears. And the surat of man today, the nose, the eyes, the ears. Allah's first print, Allah's last print, no change at all. Fasawwa, I made it unique, no need for changes. Now who you want to say subhanallah for? وَالَّذِي قَدَّرَ In the metaverse, they'll give you a chance to explore and there will be an amount of money. If you got so much money, you can enter into this place. You got so much money, you can enter into that place. You got your amount. Almighty Allah said, He also kept His amounts. قَدَّرَ But the metaverse, once you take it out, you lost. Allah says, He gave amounts for hada. And he taught people how to use their own to get to their own way. The baby chick is born. Something teaches it how to find its food.
That ant is moving around. You'll wonder how will he ever find his way home. That bee is moving in the the air. You'll think, won't you get lost? The insects are doing theirs. The birds are doing theirs. The fish are doing theirs. Allah says he made everything and he guided it how to do it. Now you're seeing on that day they are only taking a picture of the real thing. So in that picture they'll show you the shark coming close to you. But the real shark, who taught it? Allah says, I am the one. Fahada, put everything on its path. And in the metaverse, you will find grass as green as can be. There is no autumn and winter if you don't want. Your garden can always be unique. And Allah says, and I also took out the green grass in the real world. But now see the difference. فَجَعَلَهُ غُثَاءً أَحْوَى Allah says, and I am the one who made sure the green grass loses its color. I made sure. Why? So that man will not remain in a trap. When he will see the real green grass not staying green, he will say that means this real green man is not going to stay green also. If autumn came for spring, my autumn is around the corner. But the one who enters into the fake world, whether it's metaverse, or whether it's Hollywood, or whether it's Bollywood, that individual is never reminded that you know what? Your time is running out. He got his movie. Two and a half hours, three hours movie. He takes his popcorn, he sits on his couch and he presses. And the movie starts. Everything is running three hours. Another movie, three hours. Another movie, three hours. At the end of nine hours, he can't stand. Because the movie never told him, my friend, you have to wake up tomorrow to go work. Never told him. He got lost. One individual, when he came to study in the madrasa, someone said to him that you came from Germany, most likely it was. So your story of Islam, like tell us what, how it brought you into Islam. Because everyone says, I wish I can just enjoy life. But in that world, there's no reminder. He said, our life was that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you work. You are working just so that you can enjoy life on Friday and Saturday night. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're planning, you're working, you're working, you're working, and you meet friends. Where are we going out this week? Friday night. Okay, we haven't tried that that bar, that club. Let's go. But the body of man, you get tired after. Now we try that one. Let's try another one. Friday come. Friday, you're just waiting. Shop must close. Now you're happy. Whatever you save for the week, you're going to dance tonight. You're going to dance. You're going to party. You're going to take a drug. You're going to drink. You're going to start at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. Now it's only starting life. When normally you tell a person, you know, whole week you worked. Why don't you sleep early one night? This world is not going to let you sleep early. It's time to party. And as he takes another drug, he's just running, running, running. 2 o'clock, half past 2, he'll find one girl. He doesn't even know who she is. He doesn't know if she's clean. He'll go out with her somewhere. He says, next morning we find ourselves sometimes on the road, sometimes in one room. I don't know how I booked in the room. 
He says, everything around me is dirty. I'm saying, I'm filthy in the face. He says, I look at myself in a mirror and I get scared. He says, then I just go in the shower. The shower is just to take away last night. And he just showers. And then your head is paining. It's called after effects. Head is paining. Then you hit one panado, two panados. Your eyes, you look at the time, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. Whole night gone. And what? I only got one night left. Saturday night. That's what he said. That's why I phoned my friend. You're already half dead. You said, where are we going tonight? Okay, let's go here. You look in the wallet, there's little bit left. I spent so much last night. I don't remember anything. She says, and then we go one more night. Sunday passes where the body is just coming, trying to come alive again. She says, by Sunday, three o'clock, four o'clock, I'm telling the body, tomorrow you have to go back to work. Dreading it. The body can't. It killed itself already. Wallet is empty. If I don't got back to work, how will I pay for my bills? He says, why do you think in our country we call it Blue Monday? He says, in the morning when everyone walks. He says, no one says hi. No one says, how are you doing? Everyone is angry and irritated. Everyone is just walking to get rid of the day. Why did Monday come? Is this the real world? Allah says, I made the green grass change color. So that the man who sees it will understand time is running out. The adhan will take place Fajr. The adhan will take place Zohar. Each adhan is to say, don't get too involved. You've got your salah to read. Because if you're not reading your salah today, tomorrow someone is going to read your salah. And then the surah. So this is the crux of this. Very fast now we will end the surah. If you really want to say wow and amazing, glorify the name of your Allah who is higher than it all. They are manufacturing, He is the creator. They can make it so smart, but they will never show you the real story. Allah said, I made it so smart and I showed you the real story also. The girl was so beautiful when you married her, but we made sure she will get old. You were so smart when she married you, we made sure you will get old. So that no one will fall for the lie. We have come to teach you. We don't want you to forget your sabak. So every day when you see the changes in the world around, to say to the shaitan, I will not be fooled with you. Ali radiallahu anh at night would say, ghayri. That if you want to deceive, go deceive somebody else. I have already understood who you are. He said, oh world, you want me to marry you? I have given you three divorces already. Then I know you are lying. You want me to enter you as though you will never leave me. You the one that kicks me out. So Allah says, If you enter into our madrasa, we will teach you. And you will not forget your sabak. Then you don't have to worry about what's going to be the future. All you have to do is fadakir. You continue reminding others. There's a statement, if you a da'i, a caller, you will not be mad'u called. If you are inviting to Allah, the devil will not be able to invite you to khayrullah. The day you stop inviting, that's when you'll start getting invited. Fadakir. 
So continue inviting, continue encouraging, continue reminding. In nafa'ati dhikra, amazing this verse, that if giving benefit is beneficial, then why don't you give if giving advice is beneficial? So the question is, is it beneficial? And the man looks around and he says, if giving advice was not beneficial, there would be no Islam in the world today. But everywhere I look, I see Allahu Akbar is taking place. So it says, if you found the benefit, then you also get involved. Fadakir. You become the reminder. Sayyadhakkaru man yakhsha. You will find that the one who has fear, he will listen to you. وَيَتَجَنَّبُهَا الْأَشْقَى And the one who has been written to be wretched, he will stay far from His place is يَسْلًا نَارَ الْكُبْرَى He is going straight to the mighty fire. ثُمَّ لَا يَمُوتُ فِيهَا A fire in which he will not die. وَلَا يَحْيَى And he will not be living in that fire also. When you will hear the surah, think about the meaning. That I got two friends. And I am the in-between. What they call in the school peer pressure. So this surah says, you can't believe in peer pressure. You must be the inviter. No one must invite a believer. When he will invite, when he will advise, there will be two people around him. One will be the one who will come closer to him. That's a friend. And the other one will be the one moving away from him. Will say, you too boring. I don't want your company. Almighty Allah said, the one who fears, you will find he'll listen. And the one who is going towards the mighty fire, in which he will not be alive and he will not be dead, he's going to walk away from you. When you'll find some company turning away, all you have to do is read the surah, Picture the fire of Jahannam. See someone in Jahannam. He is not alive and he is not dead. What do you think he is? He is screaming his life. And then you say, I don't want that. قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ تَزَكَّى وَذَكَرَ اسْمَ رَبِّهِ فَصَلَّى Indeed, successful is that one who attained purity. How that purity was with Subhana. Ulama have mentioned the word subhanallah means Allah you are pure. And almighty Allah got a system. Allah is pure always. But the one who will speak of the purity of Allah, Allah will ensure that person becomes pure. When someone asks a sheikh, give me dhikr, the sheikh says you are a very bad person, filthy person, dirty person, okay. Every day say subhanallah hundred times. He say, what I'll get out of it? He say, one is your Jannah will be made already. For every one, subhanallah, one tree in Jannah. Allah is not going to plant your trees in Jannah if you're not going to Jannah. So already your Jannah is made. If your trees are getting planted, it means you're going to be there. He says, but forget Jannah. Allah's system is that if you say, Allah, you are pure, Almighty Allah in kindness will say that my servant, it's only right that I must make you also pure. قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ Indeed, successful is the one who found purity. How you will find it? Start saying, Subhanallah. Make the dhikr of Allah and everything will happen. 
Who is the one that is pure? Who makes the dhikr of the name of Allah. And he engages in salah. Make subhanallah a hundred times. And you will see your entire life will change. But don't just make it like how sometimes the mother say, read your Quran and then you'll get breakfast. And then you'll see the boy open up. I finished my mikotabara. This is not what was mentioned. What was meant to us say, subhanallah, what they thought in your mind. And I'm seeing the entire world around me which is saying, I am beautiful. And I am answering to the whole world and saying, no, my Allah is beautiful. That man who will say subhanallah like this even ten times. Bal al dunya. Allah says the problem with you is you are still too much in love with this world. Whereas the year after is forever lasting and it is much much better. This advice was given in the books of the past. In the books of Ibrahim salam, in the books of Musa salam, Namrud never listened. Others listened. Those that listen today are moving in Jannah. Namrud is burning in Jahannam. Fir'aun never listened. Others listened. Those that listened today, they are moving in the gardens of paradise. Nabi Islam saw them. He said, what a mighty nation. He said, is this my nation? Jibreel salam said, no, these are the nation of Musa So many of them listened. And so many of them drowned in the waters. Into the water, into the fire. This advice was given again to us in Quran. In this ummah there will be those who will listen. And they will find that the one who said subhanallah today. And he said Allah you unique. When he will reach Jannah. Allah said the words of the people of Jannah will be this. It will be subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Everything you see in Jannah will be subhanallah. Everything. In this world your wife comes to you first night, that's when you say subhanallah. But after five years, ten years, then you start changing your... A time will come where you will one day say inna lillah, she's gone. But within subhanallah and inna lillah, that whole gap, that gap was to say you have to go down. It ends with inna lillah. In between, but that subhanallah goes like. But in that world, however you see the woman of your life on day one, the next day you see it a natural subhanallah. Whatever fruit you eat on day one, the next time you taste it, it will be subhanallah. Where Allah has made it, it just gets better by the day. The one who will say subhanallah today, he will be saying subhanallah tomorrow. May Allah Taala make us all of this. The surah was read law times. You will read it. You will hear it tomorrow in the Juma Salah. You will hear it in the Eid Salah. Nabi Muhammad's desire was it must be read Lord. Why? He said read it in a Witr Salah. That first ayat, Sabbih. If you want to say Subhanallah, say it for Allah. That purity Allah is only for you, and you will not then fall in the trap of the devil. Allah Tawarukallah look after all of us and Allah make all of us our path very easy towards him. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.